Welcome to NFL Mayo. I'm Aiden. Uh, oh, sorry. I'm Luke. <laughs> My mouth and was we are uh, back. busy. We come back to live. We are going to talk about the NFL. We're back in training camp, back in action. We, you know, we had a podcast with a friend, maybe try to get him back on. It was hard to splice together these three different, um, these three different sound waves. I don't know. I'm not and a real. It's not typically that. Technician. I mean, I'm not typically. It's not that big of a deal. We've done it with T. Uh, yeah. No problem and stuff like that. I don't know. I don't know what the issue was, but for some reason, and maybe somebody who's listening is good at techie stuff that I'm not. But like, Brad's would keep compressing, and so like I would have it on track, and all of a sudden, like ours would be on track, and then his would keep getting shorter, and I couldn't figure out where that's happening, and I don't have enough time to figure out where that's happening. Uh, so I was like, no. I get it. I was like, no, I mean, this is the episode's not going. It sucks. Cause it sucks. Cause it was great to have him. It was a great, it was a great podcast. Great content. We'll probably have to try it again. Um, Oh, we certainly will. You know, we certainly will. a much anticipated chargers breakdown. That's all to say we've had a bit of a break. We kind of indicated this may be the case based on, you know, the off season slowing down. However, Things have picked up. I know we were also kind of waiting on the Deshaun news, which is yet to happen. Still it's still it's still muttering, and we'll we may hit on that a little bit. But Luke, do you want to begin <laughs> with personnel, or do you want to begin? There we let me let me take that from back. Try from that one more do time. You want to begin with personnel or apparel? Apparel, of course. Let's go. All right, we'll tracking all the NFL uniforms. Let's start uniforms. with the Chicago Bears uniform. Yeah. Now. There has been some pushback from longtime fans that don't like the helmet, and they don't like that it is an orange helmet with the orange top. I have. I think uh, this could have been a great color rush uniform. Just this, if you're just gonna go straight orange, I kind of get it. Maybe if you'd have done like a navy pants or something, but like, I still like it. Anytime I can get more orange, I'm for it. But I understand why some of the fans were against it. Uh, here's where I'm at. I mean, I understand. I understand that bears are like as traditional as it gets, and tradition, tradition, tradition. You guys have one of the best uniforms in the NFL. Like, just absolutely true. Um, I Thank think. You. I think uh, the best version of your uniform is actually when it's even slightly older, when you have the white wishbone C on the helmet with the gray face mask. I the, like that. I the like the white one. Gail Sarah's era. You know what I mean? That shit is, oh my God, it's crisp. Even though it doesn't match yeah. the, the uniforms exactly, which is interesting. Um, here's where I'm at. I'm all for t- tradition, but I'm very okay with uh, having a one-off orange helmet. It looks it looks fun. That's what I'm saying. Like if Do you think else, it, looks it looks good fun. paired with the orange top and the white bottoms? Absolutely. Because I, I, I liked it on first look. I I actually prefer to have like orange, orange, white. I wouldn't want to do all orange. And I wouldn't want to do orange, orange, blue either. I uh, I like doing that when I'm making a uniform on Madden. I'm not gonna lie. The, I like the contrast. The only other the only other option I would like is if it were like a white helmet and you did white, orange, white. <laughs> Like, is it? I, let me think. I know we're wearing it twice, but if you're doing it in Chicago and you've got the white pants on, they're just gonna get so fucking green. 
on that natural grass. You, you know guys, what I mean? You guys wear white pants at home every week. I know, but like it's gonna. I just feel like the dark navy blue would look better with the orange. I, look, I'm not opposed to it. I'm not opposed to that. I, I I think that could look cool too. I just think Don't try this to is stunt on me. It's just like a clean. It, it's like yeah. it's just like a clean version, as if as if your jersey and helmets were dipped from blue to orange. It's just like I, I, th- I like the clean. It's like oh, it's just another. It's it's almost exactly the same. Just. I mean, you're the uniform king. You know I think it looks good. Our boy Tuan doesn't like it. Big Bears fan disgusts him. Absolutely disgusts him. See, that's the reaction that a lot of people have been having. And when I looked at it, I initially liked it, but I do think that's because anytime we get more orange, I'm happy. I, I love it when we rock an orange top. I was when you sent it, it made me. I wasn't exaggerating. I st- I, I saw it in the group chat and stopped in my tracks. I was like, this is fun. This looks cool. Um, well, this is all continuing a trend in the league where what started with a couple um, variant jerseys are now leading to like a trend in like blackout helmets. It's the like, Cardinals have a blackout helmet. It's like let a me, turn of like real quick. I just want to oh, say sorry, that it's like no, it's like a turn of like this happened in like the early two thousands too, where everybody needed a black uniform, and and now that the helmet rule is happening, hey, um, we had a blackout. For homecoming. Yeah, yeah. Those were like the cheapest jerseys I've ever had on my body. <sighs> Gross. But, you know, it was for a good cause. Uh, Easter Seals Foundation. Um, so I, 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 that trend is back. The helmet rule is kind of over where you can now wear one alternate. It doesn't have to be the same helmet all year, uh, which is giving way to all sorts of gorgeous shit. And Aiden, keep filling us in. So we had the Cardinals with the black uh, helmet with the red Cardinal on it. We've got a blackout Jets helmet. We have a blackout Panthers uni mm-hmm. with like the the light blue uh, accents, but the helmet's black. The rest is black from what I've seen. You have a classic throwback for the Dallas Cowboys and a throwback in division for the Giants, which I fucking love. It's oh, the yeah. 80s, it's 90s the, Giants mm-hmm, set. The Giants across Ugh, the side With the, of the big helmet. solid blue like socks and everything. Oh, it's I'm really excited. Terrific. Yeah, I love that. You have the red alert Houston hel- or the battle red Houston helmet, which oh, looks big fan. Like it's gonna pop. Big fan. See, a lot of these teams, a lot of these teams have been like, have always been that one missing piece away from their uniforms popping. Like the Jets could never make a black uniform work because they have a white fucking helmet. The Panthers always mm-hmm. have that silver helmet. Like it's nice to finally see the match. Like continue. Good call. And then the Patriots one of the cooler throwbacks where it's got the red uniforms and the Patriot on the helmet. Oh, back. Finally Snap back. Snapping the ball. Tom, Tom Brady so excited was, for that. Tom Brady was pissed when he saw they were bringing those back because my man loved wearing those for New England. Uh, like, he should I have think, threatened to sit out for a year if they didn't do it. They brought those back. back. They brought those back and he tweeted like Jim Carrey from Liar Liar like spit in the water like, oh, come on. Oh, yeah, that's that's what Tom Brady did. I'm not that actually happened. I'm not kidding. Uh, he's These funny helmets on Twitter. are royal blue. <laughs> if I end up getting this... to go to Vikings Patriots on Thanksgiving, I hope they wear those <clears throat> those fucking red throwbacks. I mean, Thanksgiving With would Pat be a the hell Patriot. of a game to do it. Pat the Patriots snapping the ball on the helmet. The Saints. Um are going to wear a black helmet with their all-white color rush uniforms as opposed to a gold dome. 
I don't know why they wouldn't wear them with one? their black uniforms, it's, but whatever. It's I have not seen super exciting looking. Uh, they when looking at the others. It's got a, it's got the Florida Lee uh, stripe in the middle with all the saying, little. They aped kind of the top of the. Is sea- that what it's called? The Seahawks helmet, the way they do that weird pattern for no reason, like yes. uh, on the top part. What is the flower called? Is that what it's called? I have no idea. Okay. I've actually never been to New Orleans. I don't know. I don't know much about Louisiana other than that it looks awesome. We'll figure it out. Justin Jefferson and me are going to go. So, Falcons have a red helmet with the old school Falcon with the long ass wings. Yep. The reaching forward. Very oh, tasty. I love it. Then you've got in 2023 the old school um Philadelphia Eagles uniforms. I don't know exactly what they're called, but like the, the Kelly Randall Greens. Ke- they're Kelly. Yeah, Kelly yeah the Green. Kelly Green uniforms. They'll be back. Ugh. Should just be their mains. Uh, a lot. Of, I think. And but but the Eagles I are. I love the fucking wing that just starts from the beginning of the oh, helmet and wraps around. But Eagles are doing a blackout as well. They ha- they introduced a black helmet. Um, okay, I did not see that. The Eagles introduced a black helmet to go with their black uniform. Like, it, uh, trust me, I've been on the fucking pulse of these. It, it is it's just, orderly, by the way. Nice. Say, Gilbert, how are the Saints looking this year? <laughs> a, a gentleman must know the difference. I know more of sinners than I do Saints, and the sinners always look good. So, we got the uniforms talked about. I'm super excited. As a huge uniforms guy yourself, I'm, I'm sure you're excited to see this. It is... Something to see every week. It, they're probably going to get added to Madden. We're some Madden heads. Oh, without a doubt. That's well, also, they're probably there. They're usually they're, they're, they're usually already there. You're right. Yeah. Um. Sorry. Still waking up. Anywho, we uh we do have Madden coming up. I hope it's going to be better. They've tried to advertise a little bit of mechanics that may be better, but however they do that, they they talk about like one facet and then everything else is the same. And we've seen some of the releases of player ratings i wanted to hit on this real quick oh and some of God. them have been comically bad i talked to brad about it the other day like herbert's an 89 even though he's like setting records as since he was a rookie the issue is i i truly think though madden updates these ratings week by week during season i feel like after the season whatever they leave off on they just carry it over they don't even like think about it and it doesn't make sense to me because Kirk Cousins is an 82. I'd take Justin Herbert's 89. Like I guess, and I their defense is like, well, we we it's more based on individual ratings. Like Debo Samuel is like not even in the 90s. Who, but like, who would you estimate the Vikings' top rated player is? Um, I'm gonna assume Dalvin Cook. Why does everybody say that? That's so weird. It's true, but I don't get it. Like, but I know Madden. But I think Delvin's completely – I think he's perfectly talented. But how is it not Jefferson? How is it not Harrison Smith? Like, it's I so – I think Justin Jefferson is the best player on the Vikings. He's a 93. And what's Delvin, like a 94, 95? Hang on. No, Who like, cares? He's Dal- – I'm, I'm just going to tell you right now, Dalvin Cook is a good running back. But he's – in my opinion, he's not a top running back top five he's not a top five in my opinion that's why i'm so confused that's why i'm so fucking confused that every year we do this where everybody talks about how like dalvin cook is the leader of the viking stuff and it's it's happening a lot right now and i'm like 
the fuck are you talking about? Like, he's great. He's never healthy for a whole year. He if has he is, availability issues. If, if he is, oh my god, slap slap me in the face, shut my mouth. But I, I I'm all well, for it when Delvin's good. When Delvin's good, he's good. But I never hold my breath for more than like three weeks at a time. I'm biased because every time I watched him play the Bears. When Akeem Hicks, I've said this a billion times. When Akeem Hicks was on the field, he sucked. It was a, it was an issue. Um, and then every other time I watched him when he was playing another team, he was getting fucking hurt. And I'll say this: he has rare burst. He has a start stop uh, acceleration. That's he has uncanny. Phenomenal. He's very skill. very good. However, um, I do think Justin from. Jefferson is is like a top three, top five already. In the NFL, at I mean, wide receiver, maybe? There, I don't know if there's been anybody better since he's entered the like, league. Or who do we got? Who's the top wide receivers? You've got Cooper Cup. You've got Devontae Adams. You've got Jamar Chase, Jefferson. Chase. He is, but it's been one year. But he is, but it's been one year. I tr- This is truly like, I mean, this is maybe hyperbolic, but like this, you could start to have those arguments like with those guys up there. We only have three people in the 90s on Madden. That's what I was looking up. Dalvin, the Bears 94, are very bad too. Dalvin, 94, Jefferson, 93, Harry, 90. And that's it. And it's like, all is right. Is Harrison still a, still a 90 overall player week in, week out? Like Probably, probably translating- higher. Probably higher. Okay. I'd put him at like ninety. I mean, a, I'd put him at like ninety-two. But what if Madden had a dirtiness rating where he could take cheap shots and get penalties and hundred and five overall? Okay, okay. Um, Let me say this: Who would you think is the Bears' top-rated player? Darnell Mooney. <laughs> Come again, uh, Roquan Smith, sir. And Keel Harry. Nikhil Harry. That we'll get to that. Uh, this is all just to say. That Roquan Smith is holding in right now because he deserves a much. Can you explain payday. a hold in? Because I don't think I've ever heard that phrase till like yesterday. Okay, so there is the common phrase a holdout where there's a contract negotiation, potentially an impasse, and the player holds out. He withholds his services and does not go to the facility to do practices, potentially to play in games if it's during the season. Um, that's the traditional holdout. A hold in, the player comes to the facility. He engages in all the meetings he's there to provide his presence but he's not engaging in certain amounts of drills or any of the drills depending on whatever so he's doing um none of the physical activity so as not to risk his body for injury before the financial compensation comes that happened with tj watt last year if you recall he came to all the training camp stuff he did some individual work but he wasn't participating in like the practice in a full capacity. Roquan Smith got placed on the physically unable to perform list. Uh, and they're saying it was a result of his, um, what's it called, physical. However, everyone's saying that this is Ryan Poles doing the right thing by him and doing that so he doesn't have to practice while they negotiate while also not losing any money. Word. No, I mean, that makes sense. Does that, does that make sense? So you're holding in. You're holding out. Contract wise, but you're in the facility still, so that you're trying not to get fined and trying to still be a good leader. I guess I, I I appreciate the whole thing. I guess I respect. I like it. it. I guess I respect it. Um, well, because like, because like, <clears throat> say you're in the last year of your rookie deal, you're still there. You're engaged in the meetings. You're helping with everything. You're just not going through walkthroughs, Luke. And like, because you need to make your money before you potentially tweak your ankle and you'll fire. I mean that's without a doubt, and you don't. It ended. It ended. Then you're not going to get any money. Ended Aiden's career. You're going to get your gold jersey. Your gold jersey's going to get taken away. 
Oh, man, we had such a bad time. Don't bring up old trauma. I feel like it happens so much on the show. This is what happens when you have a therapy show like we do. Um, Whatever. No, I mean, look, Holden, I guess, sounds better than a holdout. Obviously, uh, you want the players in the building if possible, especially, I mean, like, you only, football really is, like, I mean, it's it's year-round, and so the prep time that you get for the actual season is hilariously short, uh, considering the season Correct. keeps getting longer and considering for better uh, player safety wise practices aren't as intense and as long and as grueling and there's just there's just not as much of it. So a lot of it really does rely on being, uh, you know, in the building if you can camaraderie like we're not out we're not out on the gridiron all day like doing two a days and full pads anymore. So we need to, you know, make it happen in other ways. So. And there's a lot of young teams with a lot of talent that either need to, you know, show up this year or they're going to fall on their face. I think about biased, biased wise, I think of the Vikings, like all this talent seems like the roster is ready to go. And we have a first time GM and a first time head coach and they're both hitting some rookie bumps every day. Quessy, Quessy yesterday was said, I was going to ask you about this. Like <clears throat> made comments that aren't even that controversial. They're not even that big of a deal, but, you, but why, but why, why say the things he said? Basically right? in, in, in a nutshell, he said that Kirk's not the best quarterback in NFL history, right? Like he's, he's basically saying like, if we're going to make do with what we have, which is a fucked up thing to say. Um, but also real quick from how I read it, he followed that up by saying like, I just some people don't know these things, but I know these things. But I've done a lot of research, and if you don't have the upper echelon QB, you just don't win championships very often, which is true. But the way he said it was like, you may not be aware, I went to Princeton, um, but I do. <clears throat> he seems to just be unable to not like. He's new. Ramble. About he's shit. new, and he's never had these mics stuck in his face. He's never had these cameras stuck in his face, and he learned a tough fucking lesson a rookie fucking lesson about journalism uh, and about how this shit's going to happen, like how much his words mean. And, you know, it's exciting how much your words mean and how much attention you're getting when you're not, when you're not fucking up, but the media doesn't care about you. Like if you say something about your starting quarterback, we're going to eat you alive. Everybody's going to eat you alive. And the media isn't a villain for doing that. You need to have some responsibility too. Like, and I think he's the same guy that extended him. Correct. So. And I think he's even said, he's like, I'm going to speak less is basically what he said, uh, like later on, like, he's like, I'll talk less to the media and stuff. I'm like, that's a good idea because yeah. we don't have a lot of time for this. I, I, you have like already one more big quote than I can think of of Rick Spielman. Like, so like, just, just relax here. Even like, we all knew Zimmer hated cousins and he wasn't saying shit like that. Well, you know what I mean? Just relax. Just, just take it easy. Hot shot. We have, we have a lot of potential going. Um, Kirk gets a lot of ire from people. Kirk gets a lot. You're you're self included. That's why I'm. And he takes it like no, a champ. I know. And he takes it like a champ. Uh, in other NFC North quarterback news, the insufferable Aaron Rodgers showed up in cosplay uh, as Nick Nick Cage Dude, from yes. Con Air to training camp, and it's like it, it's kind of funny, I guess. I don't know. I I don't know what it's just. He I think he really likes attention. Whatever. It so. The thing you said in the group chat was exactly my thought. It was like, dude, this guy has completely shifted in personality in terms of like outwardly trying to like 
cosplay and fucking wear like comedy shirts and make a bunch of attention drawn to himself. And the way you phrased it was like a midlife crisis. And that's almost what it looks like and feels like. And I know maybe we're reading too far into it because we don't like Aaron Rodgers and stuff. But he has just consistently been drawing all the attention to himself. And he knows that. And he could just squash it every single time whenever there's like a flare up of like actual issues, but like even stuff like this, that's fun. It just does seem like he wants to be the center of attention and it's fine. They're going into a camp with a, with a different team, a shift towards defense, a shift away from potentially like star power, at wide receiver. I mean, Devonte like Adams is gone. Like, there's no potentially about it. You, you've got the young guys. He made a joke and, and, Comparison to Devontae Adams, Hall of Famer to Hall of Famer, Aaron to Derek Carr. Um, Aaron made the joke about going from Devontae Adams to Alan Lazard. Being a Hall we of Famer. We all know Alan Lazard. Famer. Obviously not a Hall of Famer talent as well, of this point. We don't know so. yet. Credit where it's due. I thought that was a really funny joke by Aaron. I think he took it in stride. I think that's more <laughs> how he used to be. And he can do whatever he wants. I don't care. It's I just, just that, we just don't like him. Uh, and and I never have as a Vikings fan, but like it's always been a lot of respect. You can listen to early on in the show, like I'm 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 sucking the dude's dick. Like early on in the NFL Mayo, I'm like all about like I mean he's the man. He fucking gets MVPs. Like it's res- it was grudging respect, just like I had respect for Favre. Like until he was a Viking too. Like even as a Packer, I'm like fuck this guy's good. Um, you know what I mean? And so th- what I don't like. What, and, and, and again, whatever, grown-ass man. But it's like, you know, early in his career, he's grinding to beat out Favre. He's grinding to be this person and do all this stuff. And there's just all this hard work happening, culminating in a Super Bowl that was 10 years ago. And yeah. and and we've spent 10 more years since then. Uh, it's been a decade of just morphing into this personality of Aaron with, with no more rings to show for it. And it's like, well, if the, I mean, certainly some MVPs and stuff, but it's just like, maybe, maybe this is just who he is now. Maybe that, maybe championship winning Aaron is over. And it's like, now I win personal achievement awards like MVP and I wear shirts with the office characters on them and get my headline and talk to my buddy on the fucking Pat McAfee show. I stopped listening to the Pat McAfee show after the Aaron Rodgers issue and how they handled it. Um, I couldn't get into the the Pat McAfee show. I was like, I don't like this guy. The guy's great. Um, I don't know. It's, I don't like how they handled the Aaron situation and a lot of nut writing. So I had to just, I mean, do you, we would, you, we would do the same in that situation. Like if, if I, you know what I mean? If, if we, yeah, I mean, you're so absolutely right. We'd be funny there. It's hard. And we're sitting here like, it's hard. You can do whatever you want. At the end of the day. I think, I think the show is great. I just don't like Aaron Rodgers. So that rubbed me the wrong way. That, that's just straight up what it was. You want to know what rubbed me the wrong way? <laughs> Talking about quarterbacks winning MVPs. Fucking an anonymous defensive coordinator. Oof. Anonymous. A uh, defensive coordinator said uh, something to the effect of Lamar Jackson's not elite. I don't care if he wins 12 MVP awards. He's he's never going to be uh, in the in the A tier of quarterbacks. And I'm like, what the fuck does Luke, that mean? I got three words for you in one name. Jack Del Rio. Yeah, it, it's, it, it reeks. That's what everybody's speculating. I'm sorry, but... 
and maybe they can't say it outright on the on the major news networks, but that sounds like a racist comment. <laughs> like it, it just correct. How? Why? If somebody wins twelve MVPs, how is he? That's the dumbest, dumbest, dumbest thing I've ever heard, and it reeks of black quarterback bias, in my opinion. That's not something new. That's something that's that's something that's been around and and probably will continue to be around. We're in modern day, and people can't handle the fact that Lamar Jackson is a fucking a a tier quarterback. We will we will hit our knees and pray at the altar of like potential of Mac Jones and potential of Justin Herbert and like all of these young, like, yeah, uh, I'm sorry, but they do. I'm sorry that they do. I wouldn't maybe, maybe like a Daniel Jones and the Mac Jones. Like I wouldn't so throw Herbert in there. I wouldn't compare him with Mac Jones, but I get what you're saying. I'm just talking about new, white quarterbacks not, that hit the archetype. I didn't say underperforming. I, I just mean young quarterbacks. No, but they, in- people will salivate at the potential of an underperforming white quarterback when you have a guy like Lamar Jackson who is doing things that nobody's done. But I'm you know saying, what I mean? With I'm his unique even, ability. But, I'm, but no, I want Herbert in the conversation. Listen, because, okay. because yes, he's been phenomenal, but he's going to get his due and has a lot faster than Lamar Jackson has who's been putting fucking year in and year out <clears throat> Some of the most impressive resumes there's been, like you know what I mean. It's like, I that's why I want him there because if, if it, it, I just I think there's a reason, and I think you know there's a reason that like even if I it's do. even if it's subconscious, um, why like why why Lamar doesn't get his due? Why I why quarterbacks <clears throat> you know have always in the NFL, like not gotten their due based on the color of their skin and stuff. Um, I think I that's very, that. I, think I think that's that very, very real. And why that comment doesn't straight up say, I don't like him cause he's a black quarterback. It is absolutely how it reads to me. Yeah, I agree. Um, my Lamar Jackson take is that he is a unique quarterback that is able to do things I've never seen. Even like, even like Vic, he, he has a unique running ability that is so electric We've seen it since college. He almost beat Clemson in a huge, huge game in college with Desha- it might have even been Deshaun Watson at the time. If James Quick, a wide receiver, former five-star Ohio State target who went to Louisville, would would have turned and came back inbounds instead of going out of bounds, they would have won the game. Then you have him come into the league, light the league on fire. I think part of the issue is a that he is an African American quarterback, which some people just for some reason don't like. And another thing is that he'll never be a pocket passer that can fit in certain offenses. It takes a certain offense to accentuate his unique running ability. That is not to say that he cannot make throws. That is just to say he is not an archetype of a certain type of quarterback. So some people are so rigid. They're like, he'll never be great because he's not like a Peyton Manning. He's it's not like just, a Drew Brees, so he'll never be great. Well, okay, you know what, what is greatness? He I, can do diff- He can do it a different way. I'd take, he already got MVP. I'd take that. I would. I would have. I'd prefer that sentence if you were like, "He won't be a Peyton Manning or a Drew Brees." That's fine to say. He wins twelve MVPs, and you won't consider him a tier. Like, what the fuck does yeah, that? Yeah, that's mean? just an ignorant that's, comment. I just mean from from like a collective. That's kind of what I see people perceiving him. That that's obviously a malicious comment to well, make. Well, guess what? And I don't think everyone feels that. It way. happens. Anytime there's a starting black quarterback, and it probably will continue since we're in 2022, and here we are. Like Doug Williams won a won a Super Bowl with uh, Washington, black quarterback, first to do it. Uh, and you think that would shut up 
fucking everybody. This is the eighties or nineties. No, doesn't happen. Fucking like, you know, when Randall Cunningham was a Vikings quarterback, Dante Culpepper, people, not everybody bought into that shit. Uh, fucking it, it's just, it's always going to be that way. It's so frustrating and, and hopefully not, hopefully one day it won't. I don't mean to be so, uh, negative about it, but it's always, these comments aren't, these comments aren't about certain quarterbacks. And if you think I'm crying foul, pay some attention the next time we've got, I'm not talking about you. I'm just saying in general, the listener, if you think I'm crying foul and crying wolf and stuff, um, no, the, the race bias is there. Pay attention the next time that they're trying to like laud a fucking young, like Aiden said, underperforming white quarterback, and they wouldn't do it the same for people that could quote win 12 MVPs. So, and if you want to see it on an even more focused, like magnified level, look at the crop of quarterbacks coming into every draft class and how they're talked about specifically before they, before they hit the field in the league. How is Justin Fields because talked about? Exactly. How is Justin Fields talked about? How was Lamar Jackson talked about coming out of college? He's got to be a wide receiver. You know what I mean? There's no way he could play quarterback. Quarterbacks like He's Lamar. Quarterbacks receiver. like Lamar and Teddy getting drafted like 30th overall because people are afraid to pick him and shit. And it's like both from Louisville too. Yeah, Louisville. Louisville. All right, that's well, all. That's my soapbox. It just the comments up. for us. You know what? Me. You've got issues, NFL. Why do you still employ people that think like this? So let's talk about the Kyler Murray extension, which um, <laughs> generated you for it up in here. Thank you. This is funny. This is funny as fuck. Generated a lot of uh, comments and a lot of uh, pushback because I believe. Let me pull it up. I actually have it. Oh man, so, I, I've got it off the brain. If you don't, it's the Cardinals up. made Murray the second highest. I want to talk about the the contract itself, and then we'll talk about the clause. Okay, the clause uh, second highest best. average paid player in NFL history, second most guarantees ever as well. So it's a five year, two hundred and thirty mi- and, and a half million dollar contract extension, twenty nine million signing bonus, a hundred and sixty million guaranteed, and an average annual salary of forty six point one million dollars. Holy Big fucking, fucking shit! Money. Big money. So he's gonna earn a base salary this year of just shy of one million with a signing bonus of twenty nine million. All those two numbers together look like they equal thirty million. So he's making thirty million this year, most of which is a signing bonus. So he just got a fat chunk. Uh, my nugget pile and his cap hit's gonna be twelve and a half million. And here I Dead am. Dead cap of and, 110 and look, if he's cut. That's that's a, a black and Asian quarterback. So much getting, money. That's a black and Asian quarterback getting the bag. Lamar is going to get a bag. Mahomes has a bag. Like uh, these guys are getting paid too. I'm not saying I, I want that to be clear. That I'm not saying like we're in an inherently racist uh, league or anything. But I'm but I just wanted to like harp more on the black quarterback bias. I just wanted to say that. Um, yeah, but like. It's more uh, of like I don't it's want more to of like too far I just mean it, it, but money I, and words the money and, mean exa- different things. It, you know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. I just want everybody to know that, like, because like yes, like the argument from Sony's like, well, that's not true. Look at these contracts, and I'm like, public opinion and what people are saying is not the same thing as the contract. And there's some backhand like slap you in the nuts shit in this Kyler contract that the Cardinals did not have to make public. True. There. Well, before we hit on the Kyler clause, like exactly like you just said, there's a lot that we could dive into. Um, now that I've educated myself further, I know a lot more and I could speak on this a little bit, but like, 
we don't even need to. There's just a we difference between to. financial compensation and between public perception and personal comments. So that's it. So the Kyler clause. <laughs> um, do you want to? Do you just want to talk about it, or do you want me to? Go for it. It's very funny. Okay. So the Kyler clause is essentially, and I don't have it actually pulled up, so I'm going off memory right now. He's required to do four hours of independent study per night during game week to study for the for the next <laughs> opponent, wherein he is not allowed to do any um, thing, any other activity while he's studying, such as watching television, browsing the internet, social media, or playing video games. Yeah, yeah. He, it's also like doesn't count as time when like the device is being turned on and off and like all of these stipulations and also if he infringes upon this clause agreement all of his money could be forfeit potentially from this contract and what this tells me coupled with the comments that we've heard about him beforehand was this guy is not studying like when he goes like during the game week throughout the past and to the point, they have to add this clause and they have to be very, very specific about their verbiage because they know he's just going to fucking put his iPad on and play Fortnite or oh, play some fucking Rocket League. It's unreal. He also, Kyler's made comments like, I don't need, I, I believe comments made a, a, like similar to, I don't need to do the studying because I'm blessed with the cognitive gifts to see the plays happen before it actually happens Unfold something along those them, lines yeah. like it's like oh, this is man. just insane to me yeah this is a guy that's always been so good at sports that he doesn't have to try and i truly think that his brain is going so quick that he just doesn't want to like sit down and do the time he feels like he doesn't need to so we'll see what happens with it it's just very funny it's not the it's not the first we've heard of it because there was rumors that baker mayfield was yeah. playing halo all week instead of watching film when he was out with covid uh, so it, you know, this is so funny to me. It, it, it's hysterical, but here's, here's why this has been a shit show because it was already a shit show, uh, figuring out whether they're going to pay him, what they were going to pay him. How's that, how that was going to go. And there was some publicly bitchy shit like with Kyler deleting all Cardinal stuff and wearing Oakland A's stuff. Uh, like, like, like as if he was going to go play baseball on social media, Arizona was standing on their ground. So then, it was you squash the beef when you sign that contract and then they still have to like, you know, it's like when you get that last word in the argument, cause you have to be right. It's like, it's like, but then publicly this guy doesn't pay attention. So we have to put this clause in here because and like, that's your leader who you just paid all that money to. You both look fucking stupid. It's a comical thing to put in a contract because it doesn't matter if it's in the contract. It doesn't matter if it's in the contract. Right. Because because don't well i guess it does right because like they didn't it does because that's how they didn't just like say hey by the way we added this contract okay fair enough somebody had to have read the contract and found it and be like wait well that's on kyler's people too for letting that get through it's it's insane to me because it outs everything that people had been speculating for the past few years four hours there's oh go ahead I was just going to say, there's been narratives about Kyler's demeanor on the sideline, his personality being nonchalant, um, and we've seen it. We've seen his demeanor on the sideline when things aren't going well. I truly think Kyler is a superb, elite athlete, elite quarterback, elite at every sport he's ever done, including esports. He's like on a professional esports team, and I think Kyler Murray might have one of those mindsets where he... Like he said, he doesn't feel like he needs to. So he's just going to do what he wants. I think his brain's probably going so quick. He's always engaging in something. And that's how he got so good at everything. So like, it's just funny to me. 
that you've got two number one overall Oklahoma QBs out here not preparing for game week, playing video games online and matching with some normies. It's just very funny. It's not even fucking four hours a day. It's four hours a week. Like, Oh, was it? I think I read uh, that wrong. Maybe I'm wrong, but I'll look it up while you talk, but still it's like, my God, dude, it's not that hard. Like, fucking put yourself in a room and watch film. I'm, you're a quarterback. I do four hours a day sometimes. You're a quarterback. For my college. So. And, and you know what I mean? And and the Cardinals are, this is probably their mindset. Motherfuck. We have to pay this guy to where the market's trending. It's so much money. Motherfuck. He's, he is, he is small. And, uh... We have our doubts he about him. He is small. You, dude, I'm sorry. You cut out for a second and, all, and you came back and you just go, he is small. Yeah, <laughs> he is small. We have our doubts. We obviously have some doubts about him and his leadership. This is me being the Cardinals, not me being Luke. Um, so we have to pay him, but we're reluctant to. And so we have to like, you know what I mean? It's like a matter of like, I'm not sure they even want him that bad. It's like a matter. It looks like they're just protecting the best. Yeah. The best it's shot four they hours have. each week. Right. Four hours correct. a week. Come on, man. You can't do that. It's just some shitty little stuff in there that makes them both look like not great. We can move if on. If a team has to, if it, we will, but if a team has to say you, you have to do four hours a week or else, and you cannot do anything else while you're doing it, we will know. What the fuck, man? That's just, you're really just IDing the issue that everyone thought. And that's going to be a huge narrative. If you think people aren't going to talk about that, people are going to make jokes if they're underperforming in the second half of a game. They're going to be like, well, maybe Kyler wasn't studying. He was playing video games. Oh, it's done. Uh, it's whatever, done. whatever, whatever. It's done. Julio Jones signed with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to add another fucking Hall of Fame potential weapon to that insane offense you've got like a 300 pound tank running back leonard fournette <laughs> coming out of the gate you've got mike evans you've got uh godwin and you've got julio now kyle rudolph you've, kyle rudolph at tight end you're probably gonna have gronk later on in the season Dude, or later on I, in the off season, i'm honest i'll be honest with back. you i think kyle rudolph is gonna own ass in the in the red zone with brady i'm sorry i, think I was just true. about to say he's a red zone beast because he's he's a push-off king i don't care you got all, I, dude, that you got all these scary, problems. Man. You got all these problems with my Notre Dame Vikings. Yeah, they play dirty. No, they do. We didn't come here to play school, Aiden. <laughs> oh, by the way, those Notre Dame uniforms with the like uh, chapel stripe were fucking. Clean. You want to get your head fucked up? They're wearing those in Vegas, like right before my thirtieth birthday. Okay, they're not wearing that against Ohio State, are they? No. That's what I thought. Probably just wearing our regular old gold, white, gold, because we're in the shoe. Dude, we're going to put it to you the, guys. I, you probably will. Speaking of, yeah, eh, it'll be fun. So, <laughs> uh, Hopefully we'll be in Vegas that week. Big learning experience for us. Uh, so there's still a few things. Everybody's at camp. Uh, it was really fun to see Mayfield and Darnold walk into camp with all these people cheering for him. A lot of people cheering for Yeah, did we Mayfield. mention that Mayfield on the pod – I don't know if we mentioned that he got traded. Nah, he's to a the Panther. Panthers, so. You all know now. It's official. He's you a know. he's a Panther. Um, Deshaun's what in camp don't like normal. Get their news from anywhere other than us. Right, that would suck. Deshaun's in camp like normal with the Browns. Miles Garrett's talking about how they don't acknowledge what's happening outside and how he's a leader in the building and that's uh, neat. So still no discipline there. That I don't. I, I'm. I'm not convinced anything will happen anymore, just to be honest with you. 
I, we're in training camp. Like, what what significance does a suspension even hold at that point? Like, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. It's gross. It's fucking super gross. Uh, it's like, I don't whatever. think he should be allowed to be out there wearing the shield, wearing a Browns uniform while this is being deliberated on. I don't think it's. I don't think it's good etiquette. They've got some. Uh, it, it, I don't like it. It's it's not a good look. It's a lot of. Uh, I don't know. The NFL's been kind of king of faux pas lately. They're like, look at these, well, look at these alternate seems... helmets, and me and you are like, exactly. yeah, we're like, fuck yeah. Dude, they're distracting us with these bright colors. It just seems to be that there's like two sides of of like the viewpoint on the Deshaun situation, and the fact that he hasn't had any like actual legal um, losses. Sure. People are like, just fucking get him out there and play. If he hasn't gotten in trouble, he should be playing. And those are the guys that are like, uh, football above all. Uh, we paid for all of this trade compensation and financial compensation to get this guy, let him play. And then there's the other ones that are like, I'm so disgusted by this situation. I don't know how I'm going to feasibly like watch football the same way right now. That seems to be it's, the two sides to nobody this. nobody really in the middle. And, and look, like... Legal proceedings are 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 what they are. They're not. I don't even think they're done yet. Like some are, some aren't. No. Some aren't legal. A lot of them are civil. Like, and it's and it's 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 we're in the midst. The dude's gonna get less than a year. He's practicing with the team. We're right now. in the midst of it, and I'm. I I I honestly feel like um. I don't know what the NFL will do because it just seemed like. It kept they kept saying they're deliberating and they finished deliberating like three weeks two weeks ago three weeks ago i think it's their indep- like, independent like i don't know if it's a mediator or an arbitrator but it's very, like a certain individual maybe they're very afraid of looking bad or being too harsh if something you know what i mean like because they have to also look in the mirror and be like we've never really punished anybody for anything uh, so like i don't know i have no idea what's going on over there um it's 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 a bummer situation, and I don't I I think the Browns, even with Deshaun, I don't think they're I I don't I don't even know if they'll get second in the division. I'm I'm honest. I I honestly think that division's gonna be popping off, and Burrow and those fucking even with his without his appendix, and those Bengals are gonna be fire. I think the Steelers and Mitch Trubisky is gonna <laughs> is gonna be fire, and if not, they'll try pick it. Uh. I heard. Uh, I heard Trubisky missed his first two. Uh, he had. Yeah. You saw that. Missed his first yeah. two uh, passes, and then everybody started calling for Pickett at practice. I'm like, oh no, that's so funny. I know. I um. I'm. There's so many storylines. We're in training camp. It's it's really a really wonderful time. It feels so good to be back. Um, the Bears picked up solid offensive line options: Michael Schofield and Riley Reef. Hey, I, hey, I like Riley so Reed. exciting. <laughs> He's played in three of the four NFC North teams now. Yeah, uh, isn't that crazy? Yeah, um, I think our, I'm also. You know, I'm excited for the Vikings defense. I, I think that it's finally gonna come around. Daniela Hunter is finally healthy, um, and and I think Zadarius Smith is gonna Zedarius. do some shit. Yeah, I'm like, I'm just excited. I hope we come out with an Has alternate. Like, I hope- dude, I've been. Ugh, I don't know why you haven't. But has there been any news about the rookie corner? I haven't heard anything about him because the Bears won't shut up about our rookie corner. Not, I mean, uh, Andrew Booth. Uh, yeah, I mean, no news is good news, right? I mean, nothing bad or good. I think he looks okay. It's just been day one, day two. Uh, I will definitely keep an eye on it though, because I'm always worried about our secondary, and I'll report back. Um, 
I, but I think he'll Jaquan be all right. Brisker, our, our safety, was about to hold out, but then they got the contract worked at the last second. I think our GM, our rookie GM, you know, stark contrast to Questy, I think our rookie GM is playing things exactly how I think they should be played. And I'm like extremely excited. I'm a, um, he has a little bit of shakiness when he speaks, oh, he's but new. he's also he's a brand cute. new. But the thing that he's doing, and I've I've rehashed this, and I know we got to head out for a sec- in a second, good. but the Bears are doing what they need to do. They are stripping it down to the seams. They are building up with young talent and they are taking calculated smart contracts to veterans that can plug holes for short term to keep Justin Fields from actually getting killed. Um, I'm super excited. I know that our performance this year will not be great. I'm totally aware of that. But I want a team that doesn't have a one-year window and then a bunch of mediocrity. I want a team built up with talent. I, like I want that. a team that's deep, that's an built approach. up in the draft. That's an approach. I want that, and I'm okay waiting. Well, you have because I'm so goddamn tired of being mediocre every fucking year. I'm so tired. Develop of it. fields, and the rest will come. Develop fields and draft, and the rest will come. So if you can develop and, then, and protect him, even yes. even mid receivers will be okay because he'll be able to elevate them. I think he has that. Speaking talent. of some some real regs at the wide receiver position. My we man, did trade a seventh for Nikhil Harry. My man thrown to the cast of all American. Right. So we got Nikhil Harry. Um, I think it's a smart move per se, because it's about the lowest amount of trade compensation you could even give for a player, a, a future, future seventh. He has unique jump ball ability out of college. He is very slow, has no separation, is a good blocker. I do think if we're going to be running a lot of zone offense with a lot of, uh, you know, boot action, I think he we could use him in a specific role and get more out of him than he was able to put forth in New England because they tried to make him a complete wide receiver, which he'll just never be. And if you're okay with that and you're okay just using him in a specific role, I think he could be a value add. I think that's well put. I, I, and I agree. I'm like, look, if, what's a seventh round pick for a receiver? I'm, I'm cool with that shit. Um, if it works out, it works out. If not, it's not really any skin. I thought, I thought Russ looked, uh, interesting as a, as a Bronco, uh, showing up to camp. That was cool. Um, I'm trying to think of what else. Michael Thomas is jumping around. Like you said, Michael He's, Thomas is back. Ju- out there. Juice Landry got, uh, is all, is all decked out in his Saints gear, living the Louisiana dream. Yeah. Um, we have a lot of guys sitting in and sitting out, like Debo, DK Metcalf, a um, couple other guys. The so, Niners. I mean, we'll see what happens with all those. The Niners officially, in a press conference, were like, mm. Trey Lance is our starter. We're moving on from Garoppolo. And I was like, wow, bold, okay. Um, and I don't know what time slot this game is, but week one, the Bears play the 49ers. And that's going to be Fields versus Trey Lance. And if you recall, Fields is arguable, other than the Pittsburgh game, best game last year was against San Francisco. So I exciting. think that could be a really fun matchup in the first week. That's great. I'm trying to think if there's anything uh, anything else pressing. I'm forgetting. We're, yeah. I mean, camp is kicking off, so I'm sure stuff will pop up. You've got a couple guys getting cut and stuff like that. We'll probably see injuries, unfortunately. That always happens. Oh, yeah, that'll suck. A couple big-name guys always go down in training camp, and I hope – I, I hate seeing it. I oh, really yeah, hate seeing brutal. it. It's just typical. It's so, brutal. Oh, I got one more I'm thing. I'm happy to be back. One more yeah. thing. Tyreek Hill needs you to know how much he trusts <gasps> Tua. Great call. 
Dude, he is going crazy about it's tour like, right now. Oh my god! Like, look, dude, I'm all for it, and I was all for it, but now you're like freaking me out a little. Now it's like you're trying. He's to, like, Tua might be the best quarterback of all time. I mean, and it's like Aiden's not even exaggerating. Maybe the most quarterback ever. Like, it's like, and Tyreek has a podcast too, so that's not helping anything. So like, it you just won't shut the fuck up about it. And it's like you, the most, he called them the most accurate passer he's ever played with. It's like, you played with Mahomes. Like, it's like, why would you say that? I like Tua. Like I'm, I've all, you roll the tape. I'm fucking Tua friendly, but, um, I don't know. I'm all about building up your friends. I'm all about, but it's like, you sound like you're trying to convince yourself in the fan base. And you think that's going to make like boost. You can't just change a man's ability. So like, Saying he's the most accurate passer you've ever played with does not make it so. You know what I mean? I mean, way to add extra pressure on a guy Poor who's had fucking nothing but guy. outside Scrutiny pressure. You know every what I mean? fucking week. It's like had since college. Had fucking Brissett and Fitzpatrick two, fucking breathing down his neck. Like it seemed. It reeks to me of a guy that got his Florida tax-free um, gigantic contract. And is just sitting pretty and just talking shit. Well, and, like, he already knows. He did enough to get his back. We'll see how he plays this year. I That's all I'm saying. Mad Dog Russo asked him on first take if Kansas City offered him that same deal if he would have stayed. And he's like, yes, totally. And it's like, uh, I, yes, of course. Uh, he's just out here talking his shit. He, you know what I mean? You mean he's living, he's living La Vida Loca. Um. Whatever, good on him. I hope it. I would love to see Tua and the and the Dolphins pan out. Um, that team is stacked with talent. So uh, they got a hot young cor- uh, offensive head coach. So yeah. we'll see what happens. With it. <laughs> indeed, indeed. All right, I think that's everything. so excited to be back, man. Like we've got all the teams in training camp. We're gonna get news rolling out. The beat reporters are constantly coming out with new takes and stuff. Um, there's just so much content to delve into. So now we're going to have, uh, hopefully back to the weekly schedule really random. When does the uh, preseason get rocking? Like two weeks from now? Oh, soon. Who's on hard knocks this year? I know you don't care. I don't, I don't care at all. Um, so I can't remember. And preseason schedule. Dun, 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 dun. Dun, 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 so we've got August fourth is week one. Oh, okay, so it's coming it out like. it's next week. Oh, that's so soon! Holy shit! I know it makes me horny. Looks like I'm flipping back on the Hulu with live TV. Guess Sling TV's back in the ball game. Oh my gosh! Wait, is it going to be the Detroit Lions? Did we already did we already say this? I just forgot. Aiden, I think it's the Detroit Lions. Aiden Hutchinson with, with Dan Campbell. Uh, we'll see what happens. I've already had my hot take that I think Detroit will be better than the Bears this year. I, I don't said see that how too. you can think otherwise. I said that too a long time ago. I mean, history says no. The Bears typically put out average seasons pretty much every year, but you'll I don't probably know. still beat us once. Good job. Four NFL Mayo. I've been Aiden. I'm Luke, and we will be back in a regular, regularly scheduled time next week. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, see ya. <laughs>